Hello and welcome to Right Brain, your podcast for learning about how to do the writing from two people who are still learning how to do the writing. <laughs> I'm your host, J.F. Dubow. I'm an author. And with me is my friend, Paul Inman, who is also an author. Very, Paul, how are you doing, man? I'm great. Very concise, J.F. I like it. I like the intro. It's getting better. I think it's um, getting better. I, I feel it is not. You know, um, <laughs> you know what's funny is like we are claiming to be writers and we cannot sit down for two minutes and write a proper intro and outro for this show. I find that amusing. I it, to, to be honest, it's because um, I mean, I do two other shows. I don't do, I only do the intro for one of them. Um, and I tend to enjoy uh, improvising my intros. And mostly because I feel it's more interesting for the listeners. Of course. Um, I mean, otherwise, it's just like this cookie cutter thing that I'm just reading off. Can I, it's, it's boring, repetitive. I try to improvise something, have a different tone each time, make each episode its own. Yes. Speaking of episode, this is three in a row now, JF. Mm-hmm. Epis- Let's not jinx it by uh, pretending that this is going to keep going. Like, we, we need to. Like... Let's let's not talk about our book as if it's published while we haven't even finished the first draft. This is what I'm saying. Uh, right. So how's how was your week this week, buddy? Uh, my my week is weird. Um, everything's weird. Okay. My, my work my workplace is the normal the most normal thing in my life right now, and it's it's kind of weird in its own right. Um, otherwise, I mean, I've. I decided to do something, and I th- I think maybe like you and I had a subject pick for uh, for this this episode. Uh-huh. I f- I think I think I'm gonna hijack our subject. Oh, because okay. I had a better idea. All right, great. It's always have here's, it's always great to have better ideas after we start recording. Well, yeah, but by, <laughs> by the time we record another episode, Christmas will be passed. We'll be on, on the brink of New Year's. Uh-huh. We'll be probably talking about something. But one, one of the things that, that, that I did this week, actually, I did today during my lunch hour, is I sat down and I looked at the list of things I wanted to do with my writing and also at the list of what other people were expecting me to do with my writing and decided to do a sort of to-do list a um, basically lay down the first foundations for what will be my plans for 2018 as it comes from my writing career. Okay. So are we talking um, like resolution type thing? I mix of resolutions, planning, wish wishes. Yeah. I mean, we can probably separate that into three categories. We can uh, we can do what we know we're going to be able to accomplish. We can uh, we can have our uh, what we plan to do that might be a bit harder to get to. Right. And then there's these uh this pie in the sky, blue sky thinking that we can do about like what we we hope for ourselves and for each other. Good. Sounds good. I like it. So for those of you playing along at home, the old topic is out the window. So. Now we've got this brand new shiny topic. And uh, mm-hmm. I saw that you posted that on um, social... I guess you posted on social media. I saw it somewhere, I feel like. Yeah, I um, so I occasionally will uh, act as if Facebook is my personal diary and <laughs> write too much there. Uh, it's, it's it's a good place. Um, you, you, you might have noticed, like, a lot of people don't like Facebook. I'm not a mega fan myself. But one of the things I do use Facebook for is I, I have a friends page and I have an author page and... On my friends page, I will often put these kind of quizzes or questionnaires and ask people's opinions about various things because I'm 
extremely fortunate to have a lot of smart and involved friends who like to answer random questions <laughs> that they will never know why I asked them. Um, so there's that. <laughs> Uh, like I, I mean, you participated in the survey I put out a few weeks yep. ago. Um, yes, I did. Which it's, 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 I feel terrible because I put out these questions and these surveys and these things, and I never come back to explain why, but that information <laughs> is crucial to me because it helps me weed out the direction. Like uh, I'd say maybe 50% of what I've decided would be my priorities and what projects I, I would work on in the next six months is based on some of those questions I've been asking. That's cool. Maybe I should do that. Hmm. Well, it's, if, if nothing else, it gets your, um, your, your friends sort of involved in what you're doing. And that's, that's always fun. It is. I cool. mean, might be more fun for me because the amount of local friends I have is almost none. Um, so Interacting with my online friends is all I've got, Paul. <laughs> well, don't 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 uh, don't discount Andre and uh, Chris. Aren't they local no, to I, you? They they are local to me, but I mean, they're both like Andre ha- has a family and a wife and is very busy. Like the the problem is like for the most most of the people that are local to me is that they have um they, they have different hobbies than I do. They have families um, that they interact with more than I do. My I don't have a family. Uh, <laughs> so that's not at the end true. Of the day, like I you have I, parents. I have parents, but they, they live an hour away. Like I don't hang out with my parents on like a Thursday evening for drinks. Yeah. Okay. That's um, true. Like I'm, and also, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a troglodyte and a hermit. Like I, I like to hang out with people, but only so much. So what's neat, neat about having online friends is that there's a, there's an off button <laughs> to them, <laughs> if you will. Nice. Um, when, when I'm, when I don't feel like hanging out with them, I can just not. Yeah. You just close the um, tab, you know? Yeah. Whatever. I'm <laughs> God damn it. I'm a monster. Well, you know, I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> so since you are a hermit and a troglodyte, but, uh, I, I know that you have, um, joined in with the cultural phenomena that is star Wars. So I'm not going to talk about this a lot, but I do want to say that I, really really thought it was really good it wasn't perfect but it was really good well we we, look listen i was on a five hour long podcast on friday just to talk about star wars really so i'm sad i missed we could go on about this for a very long time no i I don't want Um, to i just want to give my own personal opinion yeah, yeah, but th- this this is not a movie review no, podcast. No, no. Um, if you guys want my opinion, you can seek me out, and uh, you can ask for either a little of my opinion or all of it, depending <laughs> on how much time you have. Well, I, d- um, I, I kind of bring it up because I think that the story is what I really enjoyed. Story, I really enjoyed the story. Um, there were some surprises, and that's what I liked. That's what that's what I like, you know, because I don't. Well, it's kind of like what you're saying about cookie cutter earlier. You know, I don't really mm-hmm. always want cookie cutter. Although sometimes there's nothing wrong with that. But um, all cookies are cut with a cookie cutter. That's what I'm saying. I love cookies. But we're not here to talk about Star Wars, nope. Paul. We've decided we're going. We're not going to switch subjects twice. Um, <laughs> Why not? We're, we're crazy is, here. <laughs> we're also on a time. <laughs> um, no, let's so let's talk about plans, dude. So okay. I know you. If, 
two years ago or so, you published your first book, Ageless. Yes. And since then, I know that you've been working on a few projects. Like yes. for a while, you had 1989, which was to be your short story in the uh, the ill-destined Too Many Controllers that never really happened. But right. you still have that story. I know you've been working on that. I know you've been working on a short sequel, prequel, sidequel to Ageless. Yeah. A sidequel, I, probably. I don't know. Yeah, and you've also been working on a, a, a proper sequel, right? Um, I have plans for a, a proper sequel, yes. Although um, I haven't really written much other than an outline. So, uh, and the outline is a loose outline. We're like talking a couple pages. You know what I mean? So, right. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at with that. And um, yeah, I've been working on some short stories as well uh here and there so i have a few short stories that i've written i have one in the works which is now it's it's getting long uh it's going to probably be a novella you know yeah. the thirty thousand word mark 25 35 thousand yeah, words somewhere yeah. in there and yeah i mean that's kind of where i'm at uh oh i've written a couple of screenplays in the past oh, few months interesting uh, six months or so yeah well i had i i've been teaching video production so I made a video for the kids that uh, I teach and I wrote a screenplay for that because I, I went through all the steps just like I wanted to teach it so I could show the kids, you know, what to do. And I used my own screenplay for that. I mean, it's short. It's like five pages, you know, it's not super long. And I'm part of a, um, a film, uh, I don't know, institute, I guess. It's kind of like a free film class that this production company here in Myrtle Beach is kind of putting on for anybody who wants to, to help. And I've written a couple of scripts there and I've actually been in, um, we, uh, recorded one of the shorts, uh, cause they're, they're all short films. We recorded one of the shorts and it's in the, uh, post-production phase right now. It's being edited and cleaned up and colorized and et cetera, et cetera. So I helped write some of that stuff and, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at with the writing. So, all right. Well, that's where you're at now. That's what I'm but saying. As we are literally on, we are on the cusp of a brand new year. Um, and I don't, I, I know for you in the teaching industry, you probably get a more significant break than I do, uh, mostly because I don't get a break between uh, Christmas and New Year's. I have to hoard my holidays and vacation time in case I need to go to conventions, which is good. I am. That's a good thing. Yes, I am. Quote unquote successful. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, come on now. But so, yeah, we're, we're, we're on the doorstep of a brand new year. You have things that you've been working on. What do you want to, like at this time next year, what do you want to say that you've accomplished? Like what what's the one thing that you are guaranteed to have done and that you are working on and you know you're going to be doing? Ooh, good question. It doesn't have to be just one thing. Like what, what's your game plan for 2018? Well, I have a lot of, th I have a lot of, uh, have a lot of logs on the fire, so to speak, right now. And um, I kind of want to try to start finishing those off. Like this short story that's turning into more than a short story. I think that's what I want to um, finish off first because it's the most fresh thing in my, my brain. Uh, after that, oh, sorry. After that, 1989 would be something that I'd like to uh, um, really like polish up and clean up because um, I had entered it into the Launchpad contest this past, uh, I don't know, when was that? Summer? August? July Summer, or something? I believe, yeah. Um, something like that. So I really did a lot of work on that. 
and uh, really expanded that short story into a full length novel, have a really, really good outline of like 10 pages or 12 pages. And I have about 50 pages written, uh, manuscript pages written. And, you know, I'm, uh, I'm excited to get back into that. That's actually what I really enjoy most about having some time off. Cause you said, I'm going to have a little bit more time off than you. And I, I do, uh, as an educator, I get about two weeks off. So, what I look forward to is when I have these two weeks off, like some people like go and relax. They don't do their job, but my relaxing is like, all right, what am I writing? You know, what am I working on? What am I creating today? You know what I'm saying? I do know because that's, that's what I do. Yeah. And, uh, that's what I really enjoy. So this next couple of weeks, I'm really hoping to, uh, make a little bit of, um, headway on some of this stuff. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm going up to Pennsylvania pretty soon and I don't know what it is about Pennsylvania, but I actually write a lot. Uh, um, maybe I should say more consistently when I'm in Pennsylvania rather than write a lot. But I write more consistently. I, usually up there, I write every day. Uh, whereas, but I, I, again, I think that's because I, I have the time off. So it's not like I have to get up and go to a job, you know. Mm-hmm. Speaking of job, JF, I was telling you earlier uh the other day that um my school is actually getting a brand new building did you know mm-hmm. did you know that the building we're moving into is 60 million dollar building it is i don't know how i would have known that yeah i don't know how you would have known it either but it's a weird question paul <laughs> well it is and it's crazy and do you know how much crap you accumulate um i don't know you have moved a house before like where your location where you live um imagine that by you know uh, about 1,100 students and about 100 teachers, you know what I mean? 75 teachers. So there's so much junk and things that need to be moved. But that is in mm, three and a half weeks, three and a half weeks, man. So I'm going to take a two-week vacation. Then I come back to, oh, my God, hurry up. You've got to move. Hurry. You know, so that's why uh, we're and, and how how are you going to integrate that into your plan your writing plans for 2018 oh way to bring it back on the subject <laughs> well someone has to otherwise we're just <laughs> going to talk about you moving books from one building to another for another half hour hey but they're they're good books they're they're some of them are your <laughs> I, books i've no i have i have no doubt that <laughs> not all of them are good books then uh this. Okay, so 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 basically, you've got you you you've got 1989 that you say you want to push forward. Yeah, my goal is to try uh, to have, have that done pu- by the summer. Um, right. Try to have and- the first draft done by the summer, and I really think I can because I've written a lot and I know where the story is going. It's just writing it at this point, you know. Cool. Do you have any publishing plans? Do you uh, do you, do, you, do you? I mean, I, I guess the first step is getting a manuscript ready, right? Yeah that that's what I want to do. I'm not I'm not really a giant fan of. Um, Let's start a campaign, for example, on Inkshares uh, when you don't have a manuscript yet, just because I think that uh, you put more pressure on yourself and it's a lot less it's a lot less uh, stressful if you have the manuscript ready and you just go, hey, I've got it. And now I'm just focusing on campaigning, for example, if you go that route. Um, as far as publishing, I don't have any any major plans, at least in the first half of the year, to really do anything publishing-wise. Uh, I would like to look into an, another way of publishing perhaps this time. Not that I wouldn't do, do the Inkshares route again, but I think that it's, uh, it's, it's so different than when, you know, I f- crowdfunded Ageless and 
I don't know. I'm, I'm just afraid that I would fail. I mean, I yeah, already I mean, had something else fail, you know, with uh, uh, Motor City Chronicles. That failed. It's, it's a difficult ecosystem because, especially for people like you and me, where we have something published and it's more interesting to work on the next project than to try to sell a pro- an existing project. Right, definitely. Um, that's one of those things that makes it very difficult, at least from my point of view. I'm trying to crowdfund um, Arc Android and I feel like I could do it, but I feel I also feel like I'm having trouble getting traction and getting being able to put in the effort because I have so many other things on my plate. Now, I'll talk about my own plans for 2018 and it's, it's it's insane and but I, I i want to do all of it and it's i don't think i'm going to survive 2018 paul well I think, I think this is it don't overload yourself jf you know i i'm I, i'm running into the eventual point where it's going to be the full-time job or writing and i don't know that um i can feed myself on just writing quite yet but we'll see <laughs> i mean the world is full of opportunities question mark oh figure nice. it out so okay so you you're so what's on your plate <laughs> um well there, there's certain things that are obvious let's talk about the, the the things that i know are going to happen okay i have finished the first manuscript for uh Gondashed 2 um i need to finish editing and rewriting uh, certain parts um there are certain things in the manuscript I have right now that are um, disappointing. I'm, I'm not happy with them. Mostly, I'm not super thrilled that two of my characters that I loved their interaction in the first book hardly interact at all in the second book. Uh, and You've split them up. Mm, yeah, but if, if that's going to happen, I mean, it's fine that that happens, but I need to build up better to their reunion in the story. But I don't want to go into too many details about the actual structure of the book because spoilers and all that. <laughs> um, but but that being said, I mean, that's something that I'm probably in the next two or three weeks going to finish my edits and rewrites. I, I mean, a lot of it is just reorganizing chapters, rewriting maybe two or three key chapters so that it allows for more of the dynamics I'm hoping to get from the story. And that, you know, doing some basic edits. And I, th- I think I'll have in two or three weeks a, a decent manuscript worth showing to an actual editor. Um, we'll talk about the difference between what you should be doing as a, as self-edits and what to expect from an actual editor uh, probably next week. Which, week spoiler, after. that was that was our topic for tonight. Well, we changed it. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> but I changed it because I, I realized, I mean... There's, no, it's a good topic. I like this topic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good place to go. And meanwhile, I've written something during here's, here's the, the long and short of it is I have four manuscripts right now that are written and that I need to clean up so that I can use here or there. I have the, the manuscript for Arch Android is done. Uh, the manuscript for God in the Shed 2 is done. I've also written another manuscript during NaNoWriMo of which I'm surprisingly proud, which probably means it's not very good, but I very much enjoyed it. And I, I want to clean it up and I want to set to better readers so that they can tell me the truth. Like, am I, am I off out of my mind thinking it's good or am, do, am I on to something? But to do that, I need to clean it up and I need to send it out to a few people I trust and, and see what their judgment is going to be like. Uh, and then 
I've got another manuscript that I wrote and I finished over the summer, um, which is completely different from anything I've written, but I want to clean it up again so I can send to better readers, a different batch of better readers, because it's it's basically a steampunk sky pirate thing. And I I want to I want to do something with it. I don't know what yet. I might serialize it on the internet or in blog form. I might try to send it to an editor. I I don't know, but I want to have that manuscript clean and ready to go in case I want to do something with it. So I've got the, these four things. Um, cleaning up manuscripts isn't super hard. Um, it's not the worst thing when it comes to being time consuming, but I'm on a bit of a deadline because as soon as I submit God in the Shed 2, um, we're at some point going to go into, into editing and that's going to take over my existence for months. So I need to take into consideration that that's going to happen. And then I don't just want to spend my entire year doing rewrites and edits and self edits. I want to write things. Right. And fortunately I have responsibilities Kind of, sort of, <laughs> self-imposed ones. I want to write a few short stories. I'm not, I don't find I'm very good at short stories, but I wrote one for NaNoWriMo. I, I wrote 100,000 words during NaNoWriMo. Um, so that was a book and some leftover words I used to do a short story. And I really liked it. I, I enjoyed the process of writing that short story for the very first time. I usually do not enjoy a short stories at all. Um and now there's two more short stories that I want to tackle. One of them is a something that I thought would be more of a novel, but eh, the more I play with it, the more I think it's going to be like I can probably get a better deal out of it in the 15,000 word range. Right. And I want to do something that is based on the mythology of A God in the Shed that tells oh, cool. a sort of a side story. Um, I've had a few ideas for those and I've narrowed down what I want to do. And I think I've got a cool little side story with some some familiar characters some less familiar and i want to do that so we're talking about i don't know another thirty thousand words total just of short stories to write then what i what else do i have on, on the docket that's i mean that's pretty much it um that it's that's directly related to writing but i've also got a couple of side projects um, I need to, I want to finish writing a script that I had started working on to do a podcast, a serialized podcast of, of storytelling. If I finish writing the script, I can not work on it anymore because it's <laughs> in other people's hands from that point on. So that feels kind of like a low hanging fruit, but again, like look at what I've got so far, uh, low hanging fruits tend to be harder to reach when your schedule is already pretty full. And I'm, I'm working on this trip, um, that's going to be interesting if it works out. It's not the first time I try putting together an organized trip, but this time I'm helped by a professional. Cool. And yeah, but it's, it's a book and booze trip. And I'm discovering a few things about the cities I wanted to visit in Europe is that I could do the exact same trip twice uh, in the same cities and not do any of the same activities at all and still have a very satisfying trip. So... Anyway, that's a lot of work, and a lot of a lot of it needs to be done in the next three months. Wow! So, do you have it mapped out uh, in like quarters of the year, or do you have it even more more mapped out? 
that's that's actually my next step. My next step is to sit down and see where can I put the, each of these things um, so that they are in a cohesive place, like right. in a place that makes sense. Obviously, God in the Shed 2 is a priority, and the two short stories should come right after, which is disappointing to me because I would really want to be able to send my two books to better readers fast so that people have time to read them while I do other things, but it would be irresponsible of me to do it in that order, which I guess is one of the things like once you, once you do get yourself a wish list and a to do list, it's there's certain sacrifices to be made. Like I want to correct the story I wrote during NaNoWriMo that if, if I could choose anything to do right this minute, that would be it. And there's a good chance I won't be able to do it until late this spring. Wow. So I got a question for you about God in the Shed 2. Mm-hmm. Does it have a working title or are you just working with God in the Shed 2? I have a working title. Um, Is it something you would care to share for our dear I, listeners? I can share it. Um, it would, what I want to call it is a Scryabin's Echo. And if you mm-hmm. know who Alexander Scryabin is, um, if you don't research him, and figure out why it's called that. <laughs> That's cool. And it's fun. Sounds good. It's there's a reason for it. And it all ties into the thematics of the of the story for the second book. So meh. I like it, but I've been told it may be a bit obscure. Yeah. Which I don't think is a big deal. But we'll see. I, I tend to not be very good at choosing titles because the titles of my two published books right now are were working titles that I had full intentions on changing, but by the time I wanted to change them, people told me, no, no, keep them. They're good. So the secret is I don't like my titles for the books I have, but apparently they're good titles, so I, sh- I, I let other people's judgment um, precede me on that. <laughs> That's funny. So now you like Scribe and Zecho? I like Scribe's Echo. And they're so telling you, no, 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 that's got to go. Well, they, it's not, it's not like there's an overwhelming authority. Um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like uh, anybody's forcing me to change it. It's just like the, the question's been raised, like, isn't that a bit obscure? Maybe. I don't know. I, I like that it's obscure. People can look it up. Exactly. Anyways, people that read books are smart. They can figure that out. It doesn't matter because the series, the whole series, I think, is going to kind of still keep the overarching name of God in the Shed. I gotcha. So it'll be like book two of A God in the Shed or something like Mm -hmm. that. I also like having titles that are not too easy. I I hate the idea that I'm going to look for my book on Amazon and Amazon, geez, Amazon (laughs) and find like three other books with the same title. That's why I try to find things that are a bit more off the wall and more diverse. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I wrote something called Ageless and then 1989. You'll never Mm -hmm. see those anywhere, ever. 1989, I don't know. I know Timeless is everywhere. All right, Um, man. I've heard you. I have heard (laughs) you. I have heard your argument. I get it. I want you to succeed, Paul, and the path to success is not to blend in. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I can't help it that that's the one. Just like Scriben's Echo was the one for you. I mean, I can't help it. But if that doesn't mean I'm willing to, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean I'm unwilling to, you know, look into other avenues. I mean, 
Probably not, but we'll see. (laughs) Adapt and change. Exactly. That's the story of my life being a teacher. (laughs) There you go. Um, so, okay, so th- these these are your plans for, for 2018. What's the one thing that's not in your plans that you kind of hope you get, but haven't, like, it's not necessarily pie in the sky, not necessarily, like, an impossible thing, but, like, that you really would love to be able to do, I will tell the you, opportunity? I'm going to be 100% honest with you um, and the listeners. I really want to do a, na- a NaNoWriMo, or um, what do they call it, a camp... Camp Nano or Camp something NaNoWriMo, like, like the NaNoWriMo in summer. Yeah, There's because I've never months. done that ever. And I'd like to really give it a shot to see if I could pull it off. But like November is just too crazy. I really, really wanted to try it this year and I started it and I just couldn't because it's just my life is so busy. And to find the time to to make the time, I shouldn't say fine, but to make the time to write 2000 words or whatever, 1700 words or whatever it is. It, that 1,667 words a day for 30 days will get you to 50,000 words. Yes, that is really challenging for around the holidays because uh, my job is really difficult. Like I know that when you guys probably think of teachers, you go, oh, they have all summer off. Yay, their job is hard. But it really is a difficult job. It really is. Uh, I am, in fact, t- tonight we're recording and right now it's about 920 something, 930. Um and I was at work until, I don't know, almost eight o'clock tonight. Like, it's just so much work all the time. So, that's why when I have my time off, I get more writing done because, you know, that's when I have time to actually focus and do it. Yes, I am making excuses. No, I cannot pull off a NaNoWriMo in November, though. So, I really want to try the Camp um, Nano, which I think is, uh, what is it, July? Is that right? There's two of them. I think there's July and August. Well, I want to try one and try to make it really happen this year. That would be my surprising thing. That would be the one thing that I'd be like, what if I did that, you know? And the, the nice thing about doing the whole NaNoWriMo thing, like, I mean, you've got people to do it more like hobbyists, but you've got, there's other people, like, I, I usually do it um, with the same mentality as our your friend and I, Tom Merritt, does it to get a rough first draft of a project he wants to work on right like there's a lot of like there's a very old article from 2010 that talks about NaNoWriMo being a bad thing because it encourages people to write books hastily and then send them to publishers and um that article is junk because (laughs) that's not what NaNoWriMo does like it or rather, rather it shouldn't yes it's true there's a lot of people that will write garbage and then flood uh, publishers and editors and agents with them and that's too bad um, but there's also a lot of really good books that have come out of people using NaNoWriMo as a focus point to be able to create to to, to, to write their novel so it's I mean like a lot of things in life not to get too philosophical there's usually some good and some bad. Um, the bad is that an industry that's already very difficult to work with is kind of getting kicked in the in in, in the nubblies. And <laughs> I hate to say it, I, I I love my agent friends and I love publishers and all that, but too bad. It's their job, um, especially if it allows us to discover some some new talent and some people and and give people a chance to actually experiment with the the very concept of writing. 
So yeah, absolutely. Dude, you doing NaNoWriMo is a, a great goal to set for yourself, especially if it means that you're going to walk away with 50,000 words of your next project done. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm, I really, yeah, exactly. I'm, um, I'm kind of really hoping that I can pull that off. Um, I, I I'm think not, you can. I mean, you've written a book. You, oh, yeah. The scope should be pretty easy for you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's not that I can't do it. I, I've been really like going to like uh, Comic-Con, for example. It's always in July and we always make it a big vacation. This year, though, I did not get tickets, sadly. So... I will not be going this year, um, so I think I'll have I think I'll have some time in the summer to pull it off this time this this summer. I really want to try that. Like um, I see people who win, quote unquote, win every November, and I want to win once. You know, I just want to be a winner. JF, can I can I just be a winner one time, please? You can totally be a winner if you want. That's uh, that's completely up to you. What is uh um, what is your listener? What is your plans for writing in 2018? Do you think uh you think they should share that with us? Yeah, yeah, share it with us. Tweet us. Oh, sure, absolutely. At right brain. I'd be, I'd be curious. At right brain underscore. Um, tell us something that you plan to do in 2018 with your writing. Whether it's you know sit down and write your very first short story or write your you know 15th novel length manuscript, and uh. You know, whatever whatever goals that you set for yourself in 2018, you know, we all we all hope to to succeed. So, you know, just stick with it. And uh, maybe if you're like JF, you'll be overwhelmed and overworked and underpaid and happy. Um, no, I'm, you know what? I am kind of happy. I, I, I know. I like serious, that though. I get to do the things I get to do. I mean, it's there's it's no secret that there's a sacrifice behind it. Um, but what the hell i'm what else am i gonna do um so my my big plan like the one thing i hope i get to do this year but because of everything else i've listed so far um i don't know i mean it's possible but it's also possible i won't get to and that would be sort of a tragedy i is i want to write another manuscript like i want another novel length manuscript but depending on how things go during the year, I'm not sure where I'm going to be able to fit that. I'm hoping NaNoWriMo will be the place. This year, I wrote a 75,000-word manuscript, maybe 80,000. Anyway, it's a big one. Um, well, not that big. But I'm well, hoping more than the 50. I get to do yeah. that again this year because I have a lot of books I want to write. And I feel if I don't write at least one or two manuscripts a year, I'm not, I'm never going to get to it, which unfortunately part of the problem is I'm only publishing a book a year right now. And if I plan on writing one or two manuscripts a year, I'm going to create a huge backlog of manuscript. That's good and bad. It's bad because I need to do something with it, but it's good because it gives me material to do different things. I'm looking forward to the day when I can look at my backlog of works and be able to say, I am going to give away a book to my readers. That's kind of cool. That's awesome. Because yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's one of those things that's fun to do because especially for people like you and me, whose writing career very much depends on our readers supporting us. Like, yeah, we are both fortunate and unfortunate in the sense that we're we're not we didn't go to a publisher and the publisher made us gave us readers. 
we went to readers and readers gave us publishing. Um, so we owe those readers. Yeah. At least I feel I owe my readers. Definitely. And for that, I want to be able to give them free stories if I can. So yeah, that's that's my that's the one. Like I'm I'm very 50-50 on it. Like for all I know, everything's gonna go super smoothly with the other projects, and I'll be like sometime in, in this summer, maybe in July or August, I'll go perfect. I absolutely have time to sit down, plot, and write a manuscript, and I can pick one of the various projects that are tickling my mind right now and just go with it. And that would be great. That'd be fun. Um, or maybe it won't. Maybe I won't have time. Maybe I'll get to November and I won't even be able to participate in NaNoWriMo this year because I'll be overwhelmed with other things. It's a, it's a coin toss. Quite possible. That is quite possible. Especially with your the agenda that you're going to try to pull off. Your, you've got a lot there. I've got a lot, but they're not like all super huge things. A lot of them are just tinier things. Like short stories. Shouldn't be too hard, right? <laughs> right, right, sure. They, they're short stories, right? That end up turning into you know novellas. <laughs> yeah, well, especially since I'm looking at not doing like your like I'm not looking at a, a five thousand word short story like I'm looking at the fifteen thousand plus short stories. So we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. So, final question, Paul. Yeah, shoot. Let's have what it. is what is your pie in the sky? Your most improbable but coolest thing that you think could happen to you, or you want to happen to you in 2018? <laughs> most uh, well, again, I think one of the coolest things would be to to uh, do the uh, nano or uh, camp rhyme. What the hell was it called? Camp rhyme. NaNoWriMo. Camp NaNoWriMo. Yes. It's, it's, it's like NaNoWriMo with a with camp, camp in front of it. Yeah. So that would be a cool thing. That's one of my pie in the sky kind of things. Um, another one, I guess, would be just to finish all the stuff that I have started because I've got all these like things started and uh, they're all kind of like in some, you know, part of the process. I want to finish a manuscript, like get it to the first draft completion. And then it might be cool if I uh, got published again. That would be pretty cool. I remember a few years ago, I was like, my New Year's resolution was like, I am getting this book published no matter what this year, you know, ageless. And then I ended up coming across um, Inkshares. A friend of mine actually uh, sent me the website and he was like, hey, check this out. Maybe where you could get your book published. And I looked it up and I was like, wow, that's cool. Then I discovered that there was a, a contest. I didn't know about the contest initially. So, cool. That would be something that All would right. be neat. No, I I absolutely want you to get published this year because I it's been a couple of years since I've read a Paul Inman story or a Paul Inman book more specifically. Yeah, um, I know. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm a loser. I feel the, yeah, no, but I mean, you got published once. That's already more than a lot of people can say. Um, it really is. But and I thank all I, the people who helped. That is amazing, making my one of my dreams come true. Appreciate that. Well, I, I think you're uh, you're up to bat again. You need to. It's been two years now. You yep. need to go. You need to get back on the horse and get another book out there. They do. Um, let's let's not allow people to forget the name Paul Inman. Oh, how how could they, JF? How could they? <laughs> I have so many terrible jokes. I'm it's not... only three syllables. I mean, it's not hard to remember. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> 
And I um, think so, that'll bring us to the end, basically, huh? Well, I can talk about my pie to sky. Stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought we did that. My fault. So, JF, tell me about your sky in the pie. Pie in the sky. Um, actually, it's I've got like three things. Like some of them are very simple. I I would love to see Gun the Shed get executed as the option. Um, you know, start making its way to television. Of course, that would be amazing. It's, it's one of those things that's completely out of my hand, and I have no control over it. But it would. I mean, it would mean a lot for my career as a writer. It's something I had never planned on doing and seeing. Like I'm not the guy who writes a book thinking about who's going to play who in in my story. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, that would be very much an it, it already. It still feels surreal that there has been optioned at all. Um, the idea of it being made into something um, would just be completely out of this world. So obviously that's one of the pie in the sky things I'm thinking about. Another thing I would like to see is I would really like this book trip thing to come together because if it works out the way I'm planning it, that would mean that in 2019, I would go to the London Book Fair. I would also get to go to Ireland where I need to do a bit of research um, for the sequel to, which brings me to my third thing I want. The book I wrote during NaNoWriMo is a little thing called uh, Merrimack Girls, and it's got a bit of witchcraft and stuff, and I want to be able to write the sequel to it, but I need to do a bit of research about Ireland, and there's no better way to do research about a place than to go to the place. So that's a thing I would do. So these are all things that could kind of marry together, because one my third thing is I would love to find a publishing solution for that book during 2018 so that I could sort of see it getting published in 2019. That'd be cool. That would be so cool. Mm-hmm. It's I'm asking a lot of the universe, but universe I've given a lot so far. So I don't know, maybe <laughs> balance the scales. <laughs> That's awesome. Now we're done. Oh, now we're done. Okay. Now, well, well I'm done. I don't, I don't. I've got nothing else. Except maybe encourage like our our, uh, our listeners. If you're a writer or an inspiring writer, the um, the idea of making goals for the year. You know, these are not resolutions. They're not promises that I make myself or that I'm asking Paul to make himself that are necessarily unreasonable. Um, the difference is. These are goals. These are things that you can list out and not just make the list of the goals. Like my next step is, like I mentioned, is to see where I can fit them in a calendar year and where is best to have each of them. But then the next part is to dissect every one of these goals and figure out, okay, well, how do I get from where I am right now to having these goals achieved? And the, the the idea is to have by I'm, this is why I'm starting it now and not on January first where I'm drunk on champagne, <laughs> celebrating and kissing strangers and stuff. Wow! Not that I do that. <laughs> you, anyways, so the the idea is I'm doing it now because in in the next few days I'm will be taking the time to build this sort of game plan that is going to inform how I. Tack each of these projects during 2018. And it's, it's super important for me to do that because I have very limited time that I can focus on these things because of, I have a full-time job. I have things to do, as I assume all of you do. So again, these aren't resolutions. These aren't just things that I kind of wish would happen if magic 
these are things that are part of the trajectory and the journey I want to set myself. And I will be, trust me, the other says, I will be riding Paul's ass to make sure that he builds a plan to make sure that he achieves his goals. Because we're going to revisit this in a year. And by gum, if he hasn't done all of this, <laughs> I will end him. Yeah. I will be ended, I guess, apparently. Uh, <laughs> I, I Maybe my threats are a bit hyperbolic. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I'd like to not be ended next December. Well, that the whole point of a threat is that you will, <laughs> you will do what I ask. So get to writing? Okay. In, in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I will. I definitely will. Uh, so, All yeah. right, Paul, any final words? No, just, uh, you know, I guess uh, he JF's warnings out there, listeners, because he's coming for you after me, apparently. Uh, I'm way too lazy to go after anybody else after this. All right. Well, then I guess you're all safe out there. So, Uh, no, no, I don't have any final words of wisdom or any words of wisdom ever. So let's uh, follow me on Twitter, if you'd like, at Paul Inman SC. And uh, Instagram, it's the same thing at Paul Inman SC, P A U L I N M A N S C. And uh, you can um, subscribe to our podcast if you're not on iTunes uh, uh, or I guess through JF's website. Yeah, you can go to my, to, you know, my website, jfdubo.com. You can also, if, if you love me and you know you do, I don't know why, but um, <laughs> you can pre-order my next book, Arch Android. That's on Inkshares. That's inkshares.com slash arch-android. Um, go purchase a book uh, or pre-order a book. It's going to be rad. Um, I'm hoping I get it financed. Uh, it, it, it's, it's looking average right now. But it's hard to get any momentum during the holidays, but I, I will do my best to get this published because I have great plans for it. You know, you could just ask everybody for, for Christmas just to, to purchase that's your a good book. Fa- that's a good point. Like, you want to you want to give me and Paul a Christmas present? Mostly me. Not mostly. Paul, like just, yeah. just, mostly just, just me. Just me. <laughs> um, well, Paul's going to write my coattails, but just go go pre-order one or, one or more copies of Arch Android, um, and I'll love you forever. Yes, and he'll sign them for you because he's just that kind of guy. The kind of guy who will fly to another country for 24 hours to sign books. <laughs> All right, guys. So we'll talk to you next week. Uh, we're going to be talking about editing, hopefully, unless I change my mind. In the middle of the podcast. <laughs>